And welcome into the Paul Farrington Show, a Tuesday edition of the Paul Farrington Show. Paul Farrington joined alongside Jack Weinberger, Robert Ziggy Ziegler, not at the University of Virginia, but at his home in California, and the best executive producer in the game with a camera on him again, Zach Bloomquist. We are uh, very excited for today's show. I am pretty jacked up because Bryce Young, looking good. First day of OTAs. We will get to that. Jack hates Bryce Young. I'm not quite sure why, but exciting conversations around him. Anthony Richardson, the more I see, the more I like. Getting more and more excited to, to see what that guy's going to do next season. Yeah, because Paul's actually seen Anthony Richardson play when Colts even have OTAs yet. Dude, I, I, I'm a sucker for this kind of stuff. I, I get drawn into the hype. Matt Ryan, is he a Hall of Famer? He recently, well, he hasn't retired, but he's stepped away from football. You know, he's, he's, I think he makes $12 million as long as he's not retired. Is that correct, Ziggy? He, yeah, as long as he doesn't sign the retirement forms, yeah. he's bringing in $12 million from the Colts this year. So he's not retiring. So is, But is he a Hall of Famer? That's a question that we're going to answer. And then we have some fun would-you-rathers at the end. Ziggy and Zach both with questions for me. and I guess me and Jack to answer. We'll discuss them as a group. A fun moment today for our show. I'll bring this up real quick. We had <laughs> So I'm just sitting in my room. Working and all of a sudden I get a notification on my phone that says Tennessee Titans commented on your video and we had this reel up if you haven't seen it go check it out it's country singer or Tennessee Titans wide receiver because we noticed when looking over the depth chart that a lot of the Titans wide receivers and it's a pretty thin line right now they have names that just sound like country singers like no Colton knows who Dow. they are no so fine. Colton Dow who if he makes a team will probably be the most rooted for player on this show. Yeah, we're big Colton Dow fans now. We're a Titans podcast. We're a Titans podcast. I see Tennessee I, Titans. I, I would jump ship to the end be a <laughs> fan. Colton Dow yeah. like our tweet? Yeah, he did. Colton liked the tweet. So we see Tennessee Titans liked or uh, commented on your video. And I'm like, no way. Like, it has to be like a fan account or something. There's so many different Tennessee Titan accounts that are on TikTok. And I go, look, and I see that the Titans commented close regarding Jack going four for six in guessing country singer or Titans wide receiver. I put it in the chat and all the guys were like, no way, no way. And just a really cool moment for our show. I was sitting in my in my summer class today, kind of bored, and, and it was hot in the room. I was sweating, and I wanted to get out of there. And then I I see your text. I'm like, oh, this is incredible stuff. Yeah, no. I for, just step out of the room for a second and 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 look over at it. Yeah, for a show like us, though, at least a very exciting moment. So you know, hopefully one day if we ever get picked up or something like that, we can go back and tell the story as one of our first times really being like, wow. Someone noticed. Someone noticed. I mean, shout out the Titans. I mean, oh. If they keep commenting, I'm, I'll be a Titans fan. I'll do whatever it takes. Actually, Nate Bain, if you're listening, director of Titans social media, I know he was the one <laughs> scrolling, commenting on that because we impressed him so much. But if he's listening, look, we are absolutely open to becoming the ten- official podcast of the Tennessee Titans. I mean, We're unsponsored, so just let us know. Yeah, my loyalty is easily bought. I'm tired <laughs> of watching this Vikings team lose. It's just been one season. Wrote me in. I'll get. I'll, I will be the number one Will Levis hype boy in the entire NFL media scale. Just, just say the word. Yeah, whoever that intern is, <laughs> totally made our day. And I'll so. be the second biggest Will Levis hype, hype man out there. <laughs> and if the Titans don't want to sponsor us, if anybody else is looking out there to sponsor an up and coming podcast, let us know. We're ready My to go. Hey, we are at three ninety nine. We might hit four hundred during the show. A thousand YouTube. bucks that four hundred subscriber. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thousand dollars. All right, so Bryce Young. That is the first topic. As I said, I'm getting jacked up about Bryce Young. First day of OTAs today. Bryce Young was taking a lot of snaps with the first-team offensive line. Frank Reich, new coach of the Panthers. 10 out of 10 control. 
just complete control, poise. You could tell the way he was seeing it, the way he was working through progressions, accuracy in the throw, ball placement of the throw. It was all very good. The news about Bryce Young, every single time I see it, is positive. He processes information, as we said. We know the S2 scores faster than everyone else. The, the Panthers have already come out, and they're saying, we can throw more information at him than any rookie we've seen before. He looks great every single day. Great accuracy. I am all in on the Bryce Young hype. I know that's only rookie rookie camp and OTA's first day today. But this guy, I'm telling you, he's a winner. No, he's not. He's a winner. I know you're going to say he's not, but he is. He's going up against the greatest defense possibly ever in the history you know of college football I, with no receivers. I've never once like seen a bad review during rookie camp ever. Everyone's great in rookie camp. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, this guy's just going to cook. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it a million times. I'm telling like, you right the now. What's the hype? It's, it's the same story. This I'm, sure, guy, I'm sure Sam Darnold was great too in rookie camp. has right. the magic element to him. And this is the superpower that I've we've seen. That this is the superpower. You know, an ESPN article came out, and um, I believe it was their new offensive co- coordinator, correct, Ziggy Thomas Brown? Yeah, straight from the Rams. And he said, what's great about Bryce and what they're trying to make sure they don't take away in the new in the offense that they're teaching him this year, which is very similar, Ziggy will mention this, to the one that he ran at Alabama. They don't want to take away his superpower, which this guy has a feel for the game. He has that sixth sense. I've said it before. A little bit that you see like guys like Patrick Mahomes have where he's able to get outside the pocket. He feels pressure differently than most quarterbacks, and he can make plays, magical plays, when chaos ensues. He's a Muppet. <laughs> I love yeah, well, Bryce Young. I love what I'm seeing. I'm sorry, Ziggy. Go ahead. It's good you say that about Bryce Young because I just found a few more quotes about him. Uh, this is from one of the coaches of the Carolina Panthers talking about Bryce Young. He said that Bryce Young didn't look hesitant. He wasn't firing balls into the ground. He threw some zingers right on the money. And it looks like this is going to be a great season if he continues at this rate. I, I love it. <laughs> that's not about Bryce Young. That's about Jamarcus Russell on his first day in OTA. Yeah, yes. Thank you, Ziggy. Yes. No, 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 no. no. Like, hold on, though. I have not once heard a bad review during rook OTAs. I can tell you a bad yeah. review. You're I gonna, can tell you. I can tell you a bad review. How about when Jamarcus Russell was handed a video, a tape to go watch, and he went home, didn't play it, came back. They said, Jamarcus, what do you think of the tape? He said, Oh, very good, very good. You know, I, I processed all of it. There's nothing on the tape. There was nothing there. You could tell immediately that his work ethic. Jamarcus Russell had red flags all over the place. Oh, well, in his OTAs the next year, they talked about how much his work ethic had improved and how they really thought he was going to be a hard worker. But there though. were red flags. Okay. There are no red flags. I, I bet you Ryan Leaf had a great OTA review. Oh, there's, there, there, there's a red flag with Bryce Young. What are you you're going to say his size? Yeah, of course that's a red flag. There's never been anyone successful at his size. And look. What do you do with Drew Brees? It's the Bama QB room. It's a dark hole. Drew Brees was two inches taller than him. I mean, no, look. I get that the Panthers have the perfect offense for him, right? You look at what he did well at Alabama, and it was basically all 11 personnel, a lot of bootlegs, a lot of play action. Mm -hmm. And then you look at who they bring in to be the offensive coordinator, Thomas Brown from the Rams. Rams ran 11 personnel, 87% of their plays last year led the NFL by like 20%. So like it's definitely a good fit for him and they're trying to do their best, but I'm still worried about Bryce Young. And the fact is the concerns people have about him aren't concerns that are going to come up in a no pads, no contact throwing session. Everyone knows he can throw the ball. Well, we're just not going to know what this kid's got until you start seeing some joint practices later. But for now, at least he's showing up, at least he's throwing the ball. Well, and he's in an offense that'll help him out. I think he stinks. Uh, I think the Bama QB room is a black cloud. There's, except, except you don't count there, Jalen Hurts. He's Oklahoma. 
<laughs> they, they told, they told, they told him to, to kick rocks, and he goes to Super Bowl, and two is now brain dead. Uh, we've seen we've seen a million QBs come out of Alabama. McCarron, oh, he's fantastic. National champion. Yeah, but he wasn't drafted National in champion. the first round. Greg McElroy, he was good, but too. But there was no NFL Tua. hype for McElroy. Greg McElroy was a seventh-round like, pick. Like, no one thought he was going to be good. Alabama QB. But there's differences between the hype of, McEl- of McElroy and McCarron Al- versus Alabama, Tua and Hurts. Alabama's and- the best team in the country every year. They throw to wide receivers who have miles of separation. And... Bryce Young's receivers did not have miles of separation yeah, yeah, last year. I don't know what yeah. Alabama football he, you were watching. He, he, he lost the two good teams he played all year. You look at his receiver, gets hurt. He gets murdered in the championship. Then he has no receivers well, this year, I and mean, he has two losses. Come on. You got to give him – We can, break, can we break it down, the championship, and then this season real quick? He the, loses – who is the uh, – Jameson Williams. And Mechie. Throws the – Right, exactly. Both yeah. of them. Yeah, he did. And then he got murdered in the championship Against game. the greatest and defense then, in the history of college football. And then he football. has no receivers this year, really, and he has lose to the only teams he's played. But he lost on the road in overtime to Tennessee and LSU, also, two of the best he, teams he, in the he country. He scored nine points against Auburn. This guy's terrible. He's 5'7". You can't seven. say terrible. He's you five, can't say terrible. He's 5'7". He's going to stink. I, this right. QB room's a dark hole. Mac Jones sucks, too. He's first-round pick. Like he, well, he, I was never big on Mac. There's no university you can name that consistently produces NFL quality quarterbacks. Alabama, actually, if you look, if you look at the past couple of years, like look at the past decade, Alabama has done better than basically any school in the country. So I don't want to hear it. The oh, only yeah. competition is Lincoln Riley or North Dakota State. Those are the only two schools only that have had multiple starters in the NFL. I'm imagining if people. People watching this clip right now are flaming you in the comments. I'm, I have to imagine that at the moment. Good, let them. Now, first I'll say oh, some people Bryce just Young. scout uniforms. Bryce, Bryce Young is two a two He's a small quarterback who's going to be hurt. Okay, I'm fine with you being concerned about the injuries, but like I think he's a very good quarterback. He's very good. Tua also had an injury list a mile long in college compared to Bryce Young, who's missed one game with a minor injury. Bryce Young couldn't even go to the playoff when he had nobody to throw. <laughs> it was the best two of the best teams in college football I lost to. Okay. Uh, for anyone who... You know, A.J. McCarron won the championship. Yeah, with the, one of the best A.J. McCarron went in the fifth round. No one thought he was that good. Great defense. I thought, Again, I thought he's better than Bryce Young. Different era of college football. He's better than Bryce I, 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 you, you think A.J. McCarron is going to have a better career than Bryce Young? I'd take Cam Rice. Let's get Bryce. you on the record. Okay. Then you just don't have to listen to this guy. This guy has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> I, I watch college football. I don't okay, think Bryce okay, Young's okay. that good. Okay. Uh, for anyone who wasn't sure what Ziggy was talking about there with 11 personnel, that's when you have one running back, one tight end, and three wide receivers on the field, just to clarify. Um, so Reich used that 65% of the time with Indianapolis, as Ziggy said. The Rams used that 87% of the time. That's what Bryce Young ran. Uh, let me find the number here. I think it was like, what, 84% of the time? 84% of his dropbacks last year came out of 11 personnel over the past two seasons at Alabama. So, yeah. Nick Saban loves it. Yeah, he should be very comfortable in this Panthers offense. We'll see what happens. I look at the Panthers' schedule this year. The NFC North and AFC South. Obviously, you have a juggernaut in the Vikings in the NFC North. They'll be four and twelve. <laughs> you have the juggernaut in our Vikings in the NFC North. But other than that, Detroit. Detroit should be okay. Chicago Green Bay weaker. Whoa, the whoa, AFC whoa, South. Hit on Detroit. They'll come after you, dude. I can't. The lines are gonna stink. The AFC North. The Lions fans have been after us so hard in the <laughs> comments on our videos. It's actually it's getting out of control. <laughs> I they say, hate us. I, I say over under two and a half weeks where Bryce Young gets blown up. And he's I, I tried to defend Detroit, but anyway, they have the NFC North and the AFC South. Best division you could play in the AFC. And then in the NFC, of course, they also have their own division. So I'm just saying keep an eye on Carolina. The defense could be in the top half of defenses in the league. If Bryce is able to be all that I believe he can, you're looking at a division that's 
wide open. The Saints, are, the Saints are the best team in the division right now. But Tampa Bay, Atlanta, there's still question marks in New Orleans. Like, Derek Carr is good, but it, I don't think he automatically makes the Saints win. So we'll see. Pay attention to the, uh, to the, to the Carolina right, Panthers. I have a quick question. Just, Who's going to score for the Panthers? Not Bryce Young. That is that is a pretty good question. I mean, Adam Thielen. We saw a lot of the uh, you know teams last year. All they had to do was score more than twenty points. No, it's gonna. Oh. That's that's the big concern is what weapons does he have at the moment? You know he lost oh, to LSU, wait, right? <laughs> right. Go go ahead, Ziggy. Look, all I'm saying is people are talking about Derek Carr to the Saints being a huge deal. I'm just saying the Saints beat the Raiders twenty four to zero last year. The Raiders didn't get a first down until the second half, and they decide Derek Carr is the answer after absolutely obliterating him. So who knows what this guy's going to do in New Orleans? Derek right? Carr just just catch the, the division's wide open. It, no, it is. I, I, I look. The, you gotta you gotta say the Panthers probably don't make the playoffs this I'm year. Saying, don't chance. no 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 or don't win the division. They're rebuilding. They're they're in a rebuilding process. But I'm just saying, keep an eye on it. That NFC South, anything could happen. All right, Anthony Richardson. Per ESPN's Dan I'm, I'm Graziano. I'm higher on him. I'm higher on him. I know. I know you like him. I know you like him. I know we know Ziggy loves him. The Colts believe oh that Richardson has already made significant improvements. That he's working right now. He has a, his own personal personal quarterback coach, um, and that they're improving his lower body mechanics. Again, the big concern on this show for me is that Anthony Richardson sometimes struggles throwing the ball. I've made it a point multiple times. I don't like. When the, one of the question marks around my quarterback is his ability to accurately throw the football. I think that's very fair, right? It is that, fair. That, that has to be a fair concern. So they believe that he's working on these lower body mechanics. That's more of an issue than the actual process he has of releasing the football, which is, if that's, the, if that's it, that's great news for Colts fans. Uh, because last year, 53.8% completion at Florida. And if he's able to work with Shane Steichen a little bit, who's a little bit of a quarterback guru, guru at the moment with Justin Herbert, offense rookie of the year in 2020. He goes to Jalen Hurts and after one season, we've seen the turnaround that Jalen had last year with the Eagles 3,700 yards, 22 touchdowns right after being uh, the lowest passing yards team in the playoffs in 2021. So there's there's some hope for Anthony Richardson right now early. There's good signs. Again, as we said, most quarterbacks and most people that you see early on in rookie camps and stuff, there's always positive news. Thank but you. this guy, but but this guy though, I will say the more and more I see about him is his character, and, and and what they're saying about his abilities. The more and more I like it. So Ziggy, I'll let you start off on Anthony Richardson. Are you uh, are you buying the hype that's coming out early, just just from rookie camps? I mean, I don't even. I'm not buying the hype that's coming out early from the rookie camps because I don't need to buy the hype. Once I learned Anthony Richardson was working with Will Hewlett, like the QB coach out of, uh, I believe he's in Georgia now, is where mm-hmm. he set up shop. It was game over for the NFL, <laughs> right? This guy's the, the two biggest projects he has taken on his career, Trevor Lawrence and Brock Purdy. This guy knows exactly what it takes to get elite quarterback mechanics. And then you find out he's going to the Colts, an offense that's going to be custom built for him. Look, Richardson's problems have always been with footwork, right? This is the main issue. And that is one of the easiest things to fix. You see time and time again, NFL quarterbacks are able to fix their footwork, improve it. He had nothing to work with at Florida. I'm, I continue to be very excited for Anthony Richardson, no matter what, even if per impossible, uh, the Colts start coming out and talking about how terrible Anthony Richardson is, how much he sucks. I still won't believe it. This is how bought into Anthony Richardson hype I am. Yeah, I mean, he's not 5'7". 
He's got, he's got some, <laughs> go. right he's, back to Bryce. He's, he's got some, uh, he's got some size. <laughs> he's an athlete. I'm high. He sold me week one when he came back against Utah. I, I, I like things very good. I'm, I, I'm, thought, I'm, I mean, I'm, I thought you didn't like Anthony Richardson. No, I, I've always liked AR. He no. came to his senses. Well, here's like, the thing with Richardson: no. you have to remember is he only has to become an average NFL passer. Right with his physical talents, he's already one of the three best rushing quarterbacks in the mm-hmm. NFL from day one. Could easily be the best this year. All you need to pair with that, they've got decent weapons in Indianapolis and improving offensive line. If he can just be an average NFL passer, even slightly below average, this will be one of the most explosive offenses in the NFL. I mean, his arm strength is wild. Like there was a, I don't know if you saw that clip. He's standing like the thirty yard line, just like flat footed and threw it seventy. Oh, yards, he's a, no, he's a monster, which is insanity. What I like, what I love about Anthony Richardson too, I like and, the and Colts offense. Yeah, too. no, it's gonna be a fun offense to watch if he's able to to pr- uh, grow in the way that we expect him to. I like seeing in these young guys, and what gets me excited is when you have Anthony Richardson and Bryce Young, both of them, as we, as we said, are in perfect situations for what they do well. With you have Young right now in the offense with the 11 personnel and the spread like we were talking about, but Richardson with Shane Steichen. And then you combine the work ethic that both these guys have and the character. Uh, there's not many concerns about how they act off the field. And I know that if you're listening, you're probably like, well, Paul, what matters is can you throw the football and score touchdowns? Like, yes, obviously that's the big thing. But Anthony Richardson, uh, there's one story that came out recently. And Ziggy, I'm sure that you know what I'm talking about here. When uh, a bunch of rookies right before the draft, they had a rookie event and there was a huge mess in the room when they left. And one guy stayed and was cleaning up afterwards. Uh, when Troy Brown or Troy Vincent, the NFLPA vice president, walked in the room and he's like, Anthony, you don't have to be here right now. Like, th- th- we have staff to clean this up. And he's like, we left this room in inexcusable condition right now. Like, I need, like, we need, someone needs to stay here and help out. And he stayed the entire time, cleaned with the whole staff, left the room. Like, this is a guy who is practicing in his hotel parking lot with Josh Downs the day before rookie camp. Uh, I think that everything you see about Anthony Richardson, like, he is just checks all the boxes athletically, stand up guy. The concern is just going to be, can they get him to throw the ball at a, a, like you said, Ziggy, a moderate level? And if he's able to do that, this Colts team, they were 4-12-1 last year, but another team with a light schedule with the AFC South and the NFC South uh, on their schedule as, you know, AFC South, of course, but they might be able to make a run with the Jaguars. I'd be surprised, but like a a lot of good times ahead in Indianapolis. What helps him big time is the fact that he... He has who and who I believe is a is a, a rising star receiver, Michael Pittman, kind of who will become a security blanket. You for. wanted more of a breakout last year from Pittman, though. I, yeah, I, right? I, I I agree, but, but I, it was tough to break out in that offense, and yeah. he still put up a thousand yards. Yeah, but for a rookie like Ar, like he can become a security blanket, Michael Pittman. You have a great offensive line, so if he starts to score, well, they were shaky. That's the thing; they were shaky last year. Like the offensive line should be good. They they obviously are overpaying paper, right now. Yeah, I guess on paper it should be. But good. yeah, yeah, on paper you have Quentin Nelson. That's they should improve. Yeah, they should like they should be better than they were, and of course you have Jonathan Taylor. So, so he's he's built to succeed. Like with his style, you got a good offensive line. You have Pittman. It's just going to come down to can he throw the football? Yeah, you, you guys are missing the most obvious security blanket in Indianapolis right now. What do you? Alex University Pitt? of Virginia legend no, Jelani Woods. <laughs> I'm serious. Second round pick, the most athletic tight end we had ever seen. Literally, his RAS oh, was go. ten, number one. And you're telling me this is a six and a half win team. Yeah, right. You know, give me that over all day. In that division, too, also. 
Yeah. Yo, they're projected to be like the third or fourth worst team in the NFL this year. I actually don't get it. And the Texans will probably two well, wins. Well, defen- their defense is shaky. And then, of course, if you have a rookie quarterback and w- a rookie quarterback with as many questions as Richardson has around him, d- despite the athletic I, gifts, I mean, can I, I see, get the win total? Can I see a world where Richardson stinks? Oh, of like, course. Absolutely. Of course, yeah. yeah. Like 1,000%. Yes. And, and if that's the case, the Colts are going to be abysmal. Oh, if that's the case, then if that's the case, they're, they're in a two lot of trouble. Yeah, yeah. So there are. I'm just saying, six and a half is the same that Tampa Bay's got. And they don't have anyone like Anthony Richardson down in Tampa. They got Baker Mayfield. No, that Tampa team could be bad. Hey, don't sleep on the playmaker. Tampa. So next, so Thursday we're on our show, we're going to have some conversations about what teams could be potentially in the running for Caleb Williams. Tampa Bay is someone who I am expecting someone to bring up, as we mentioned, uh, different teams who could have the USC star next year. So we'll see. It'll we'll see what too. happens with uh, with Indianapolis. It, it could be very exciting. And if I were a Colts fan, I am. I'm just a sucker. Yeah, I I didn't want Anthony Richardson for the Vikings, but if we had him, I'd be excited. No yeah, reason not to. I'll say Texans fans are uh, blowing me up in the comments on our Will Anderson video. I'll just say you talk about teams that are in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. I'll say one who isn't Houston Texans because they trade their first round pick for a bag of goods. <laughs> All right. There, there you go. All right. Matt Ryan, is he a Hall of Famer? So I believe that you used to have him, Jack, on your fantasy team all the time, right? Matt I Ryan. Love you love Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. I, I, was, long I was super high on Matt Ryan. I had him and Roddy White back with that yeah. combo. Oh, they were fun to watch. Yeah, they were great. So if you look at Matt Ryan's career overall, seventh in passing yards, he's ninth in touchdown passes. And I believe, if we can go through here, the NFL MVP in 2016, that's the year they won the conference championship and lost, the, uh, obviously, the Super Bowl to New England, the 28-3 to game. We all know that story. Five other playoff appearances and four Pro Bowls. So a very solid career for Matt Ryan. Is it Hall of Fame worthy? I say no, believe it or not. Despite being top 10 in passing yards and passing touchdowns, when you just go through other guys here, I'll break down a couple before we get to your guys' opinions here. Boomer Esiason, MVP 1988, conference championship win 88, four Pro Bowls, one other playoff appearance. When he retired, ninth in passing yards. That's almost identical to Ryan, not in the Hall of Fame. Steve McNair, 2003 MVP, Super Bowl loss. Remember the the reach when the Rams beat the Titans? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, that's the McNair Super Bowl loss. Three other playoff appearances in his career, three Pro Bowls. Similar to Matt Ryan, not in the Hall of Fame. Ken Anderson. A, ben- a Bengal legend, MVP, Super Bowl loss, four playoff appearances, four Pro Bowl nods, seventh in passing yards when he retired. That actually might be identical to Matt Ryan right there. And then if you want to take someone who didn't win an MVP award, Donovan McNabb, lost to the Patriots, six Pro Bowls, 2004 MVP caliber season. That's the year Peyton broke the touchdown record. Seven other playoff appearances. So all these guys, I know I just listed a bunch. What do they have in common? One really, really special season and a bunch of other very good seasons, no Super Bowls. I just look at that and I feel like you know when you're watching guys who's Hall of Fame worthy most of the time. There's some guys out there who you can have question marks, but most of the time you can tell. I just don't think Matt Ryan was a top five quarterback much of his career. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I think that when you talk Hall of Fame, you talk the absolute you're talking the absolute best. You're of the talking best ever Brady, play. Breeze, yeah. Manning. Like the Hall of Fame is not the very yep. good quarterbacks. You're talking the best of the best to ever do it. And I think to be in that category, 
you have to have something in terms of an accolade. Mm-hmm. And Matt Ryan doesn't have that. He, he has the worst loss probably in the history of the Super Bowl. But he has the MVP. Like he's, he's, that's like, he's, he does, but he's had he's had fantastic seasons. But I don't think, like you said, well, I don't think Matt Ryan has been a top three or four quarterback in the NFL any year that he's played in the NFL. Yeah, except except maybe the except, MVP. Except you yeah. got to include the MVP. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, except, okay, except yeah, the MVP. Okay, right, yeah. except that, yeah, but I just, I think he's right on the cusp. If you start putting guys like Matt Ryan into the Hall of Fame, I think too many people will get into the Hall of Fame, and that shouldn't happen. I think that's already Be- happening. Because there's guys who, there's guys, a ton of guys who have had unbelievable stats and haven't really won anything. I think you got to win. Yeah, really, really I, good, but not great. And has, has his, have his team's been great? No, he's had a pretty bad defense most of his career, which stinks. But again, if he had beaten Brady, I think he gets in, but he couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't close. Ziggy, where you come down? Well, you don't have to win to get in the Hall of Fame, right? Guys like Fran Tarkenton, uh, Jim Kelly, Warren Moon. Mm-hmm. I hesitate Marino. to say Dan Marino, but like those, those are guys who are in the Hall of Fame, despite never winning the big Super Bowl. But I don't know. You know, Matt Ryan, funny enough, he actually sort of already is in the Hall of Fame. His ball that he used to break 60,000 passing yards is in the Hall of Fame. It's enshrined serial number 283. Of course. <laughs> which is uh, a bit unfortunate for him. <laughs> That's so well, insane. Yeah, like it, the number keeps coming up. Like the last time that the Falcons uh, played the uh, Patriots, there was a lunar eclipse that happened at uh, 8.23 p.m. <laughs> like they, they can't catch a break. But I mean, I don't know. Matt Ryan is tough, right? Like he won an MVP. So clearly he was very good. But the problem is just when I think Hall of Fame, I think guys who you can't tell the story of football without, guys who made a really big contribution to the game, right? Someone like Peyton Manning, you can't talk about football in the early 2000s without mentioning Peyton. Or, but you don't have to win a Super Bowl, right? Like Dan Marina. You can't talk about how, like, one of the best numerical all time quarterbacks without mentioning Dan Marine. Exactly. I just don't see what, I, just, I, I don't see what Matt Ryan has actually done. He doesn't have the kind of profile to make the Hall of Fame. And you can look at his career totals and say, well, he deserves it because of that. But everyone's totals have gone way up, right? The yeah. touchdowns are way higher than they've ever been, the yards are way higher than they've ever been. He had Julio basically his whole career, if we're talking actual Hall of Famers. I just I don't see it with Matt Ryan, even though I think he comes super close. He might get in in a in a weak year, but this is not a first ballot, a second ballot. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. So we're all in agreement. Though. Yeah, I think he's on the cusp. I think the Julio argument, like it's, I mean Montana, Montana had Jerry Rice and Brady had Gronk. Like, that's you can't let, knock let me him for ask that, you guys. I think he's right on the cusp. Let me ask you guys: Do you think I'm going to bring up two other quarterbacks? Because we, we all agree Matt Ryan close, but not actually there. I think I'm thinking of the same quarterback you might be thinking of. I got, I got two in mind here, so let's, let's see if one of them is. Um, well, one of them will definitely be in. I mean, I, I wanted to bring up Eli first. With Obviously, he, he's going, going to get in. Yeah, but if Eli in. doesn't win the Super Bowls, do you think he's... If he loses, let's say, both of them to Brady, which, you know, the, the, nine times out of ten, they probably lose both those games. If he doesn't win those, do you think he would get in? No I chance. No, because I don't... I, yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, no. Matt Ryan, statistically, as well as, as, well as Philip Rivers, have better stats than Eli does. Eli, actually, Eli is... Um, right? Yeah, so Matt Ryan is 7th in passing yards. Eli's 10th. And in passing touchdowns, Eli is also 10th. 
Rivers is like, uh, Ryan's he, ninth. He be- yeah, but like EOI made no All Pro teams, no no oh, MVPs. Yeah, no, yeah, like no he was MVPs. never the best guy in the league. You he know, just like, had like, two of the greatest upsets in the history of the Super Bowl. Matt Ryan was a better QB than Eli Manning. We am going to beat the yeah. best quarterback ever twice to win a ring, so he's getting in. And Eli just yeah. has yeah. yeah. Eli is the highlight reel moments when it matters most, right? Like the the helmet catch is a moment of NFL history that will never be repeated. Matt Ryan is on the losing end of a moment of NFL hey, history that'll hey, probably you know never what? be repeated. I, I do want to bring up though the Julio Jones catch against New England, that sideline catch, one of the greatest plays in the history of the Super Bowl that will probably be forgotten most of the time. And that that catch is a I don't know how he got his foot down. That was right. I think they took a sack right after that, something like that. Um, but I mean, wow, that, yeah, that is the worst loss ever. And as a Viking I mean, fan, I, I I know bad losses, and that I, that was tough to, to watch. counter all. So, like, do we think that if if they'd won that Super Bowl, Matt Ryan would be a Hall of Famer? That's what. That's another thing I wanted to because add. Because yeah. their defense, it's on the defense. Like, how do you blow that? Well, but it's like, not just on the defense. How many points did they score in yeah. that second half? Yeah, but still, like, if, if we're saying that Matt Ryan should be in the in the Hall of Fame, if he wins that, which I am, then you think back. It's like, all right, you're up by 25, and like, like what? Ziggy, do you think he's a Hall of Famer if he wins that game? I think he's probably a Hall of Famer, and unfortunately, them's the breaks, right? The fact is, it's not primarily his fault they lost that game. Right. A lot of things happened that were outside of his control, but it just doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, you're right. I, I like guess, this, yeah. That's just that's just the tough fact of the NFL, right? Is you. If you want to get in with a borderline profile, you've got to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I, And you look like he never led the NFL in passing yards. He never led in touchdowns. He wasn't like an innovator, right? Matt Ryan didn't progress the game in an important mm-hmm. way. Like, say a Dan Marino did. Like Matt Ryan is just close. And Super Bowl wins are the kind of thing that can take people who are close. Because he probably wins Super Bowl MVP too, right? Yes, yes. Like it's in him or Julio probably. And those are the kinds of things that can make a difference. But he doesn't have it. Yeah, I, I still even if they win, I think it's close. But you probably give him the nod. Uh, yeah. And then the other guy I wanted because to bring he, up, he would have beaten Tom Brady. Yeah, and the other thing I wanted to bring up, Zach. Let's see if we we're thinking of the same quarterback here. Is Stafford? No, no. All right, we'll, we'll get to your guy in a second. But I don't Stafford, think Stafford's a Hall of Famer. Well, Stafford. I mean, that was a big question after they won the Super Bowl. Was it, has he done enough now? Because he's also statistically he's not top ten in passing yards or pass touchdowns, but he's right there as well. And now he has the ring to go alongside it. I, like that's a tough one. I, no, now you're Stafford kind of has made one Pro Bowl and no other accolades. Yeah, yeah I, no, I, I, no, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I think Stafford, people people were talking about it. I think he's been a slightly yeah. above average QB his whole career, and then he won a Super Bowl. He's also been on like he also the Meg- Lions. He also Megatron. It, it, you know what's funny though is when you hear players talking about Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers talks about him like glowingly. He, he always said they well, talked to they, No, but like Aaron Rodgers, they, they asked him one time, I can't remember, it was like, who can make, uh, Rodgers had like a no-look pass or something, and they're like, can anyone else in the league pull that off? Whatever he did, and he said, there's a guy over in Detroit who's pretty damn good, and not a lot of people know, uh, not a lot of people acknowledge. He's like, very good, but I mean, didn't, he had, right, the Lions were terrible, I know, but he had Megatron and went played in one playoff game in his entire career in Detroit. I think they had two yeah they, I, I, but that's, i mean that franchise like we said there's the browns and the I know, lions but i think that's that's no. that sucks for him yeah it, it sucks for him he was never a top three quarterback in the nfl again he made the pro bowl one year if you want to make the hall of fame without uh without having any kind of postseason success and the fact is like he did well and for the rams 
Mm-hmm. But this is close to the end of his career. That's probably where it's going to end. It's one Super Bowl. You have to consider a whole career. You've got to have some individual excellence. And making the Detroit Lions all-time team does not count. Because <laughs> no, I, I, agree. I I would probably leave Matthew Stafford out as well. I think Matt Ryan's better than Matt Stafford. As, if, in terms yeah. of complete resume? Yeah. Like I would rather have Matt Ryan's Mikey be than Matt Stafford. I think Ryan. An MVP has to be worth more than a Super Bowl ring. I think it just has to be. That's tough. I don't know. Probably. Probably, but an MVP. No, Stafford did, Stafford didn't even get Super Bowl MVP. Cooper yeah, Cup did. Yeah. But an MVP does not beat two Super Bowls. Yeah, that, in the Rams, case of Eli. that Rams D was also fantastic too. Sta- like Stafford, again, again no. Stafford's right up there with the with the stats. So it's, I, I think that it, Stafford's closer than you guys are saying. Though I would probably also leave him. Out. I mean, but I feel like the the stats. Maybe with both guys, but Stafford more so could be more inflated because Stafford's he's trailed his whole career on the Lions. Oh, he's probably throwing what, sixty <laughs> times a game. <laughs> he did not throw a lot. Racking up the yards. I mean, he's a great talent though, Matt Stafford. Yeah, like guys. all these guys. He had four winning seasons of the Lions. <laughs> Curse franchise. Had- like, look, that's why this year I'm saying the Lions. I know people are excited, but they're a Jared- black cloud. Like, like a bounty QB room. Would, would you be shocked at all what? if Jared Goff reverted back to the what he looked like during the one and eight start? I wouldn't. No. No, none of us would. Wait, what? Am I shocked, to am I shocked that they're twelve and five either? Do I no. feel bad that I am debating in my head about leading a crusade against the Lions, like the lowly Lions who suck every year? A little bit, but they're starting to talk a lot of trash, and I'm like, all right, fine. You want to go to war? Let's go to war. Yeah, look, they should though. Let's they didn't make the playoffs last year, they and they're were, talking like they're defending Super Bowl champions. They were one and eight. I get that they had a great end to well, the season, but like seven and hope. I mean, think they won like eight straight or something like yeah, that. But yeah. you know what? Like, do something before you come at and come at the whole NFC North, and you're talking to people they, who they, whooped you for years. They went to Lambeau and knocked Aaron Rodgers out. That that's was their, great. That's their I Super was rooting Bowl. for them. In they that. just won yeah, the Super Bowl. I, that was a great moment. So, like, why can't we be in this together? Why does this have to be like? Don't turn on the Vikings. Like, let's just gang up on the Packers. It's great. Jordan Love's gone. The Bears. Like, I'm fine to rally with the Bears and Lions here and say, like, yeah, the Packers suck, but. The Lions are starting a, their own war, so we'll I'll see what I happens. would. Like, if if I suck for so long and there's some hype around me, like, <laughs> yeah, you would talk a lot. <laughs> I would, I would. I think yeah, you deserve I'll, it. I'd love to be allies, well, but they're making it hard. That's all. I'm I saying. mean, this has to be the first time that the Lions have had a uh, preseason where people are talking like they might be a successful team, right? They're like th- Bivar saying they're the third or fourth most likely team to go to the Super Bowl in the NFC. I mean, I think that might be true, but third or fourth most like fourth most likely team to make the Super Bowl in the NFC is not a glowing endorsement. No, 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 no. That is unheard of in Detroit. They no, never, I get it. I just, never it's not that. enough to start <laughs> talking crap. Or at least a long time since they maybe even had whispers of that. But yeah, no, it's San Francisco, it's Philly, it's Dallas, and then... Like Detroit, I, right? I, I said they're the top five team in the NFC right now. Probably, I would, I would agree. But that's what I'm saying. That's where the confidence. But it's like Cleveland. It's like Cleveland. They're a black cloud, yeah, so you never know. Like Cleveland a couple it, of years ago was a top five Super, yeah, Bowl, Super Bowl contender yeah, in the AFC, yeah. and you know, Cleveland, Detroit. They, they did get to the, the divisional round, so you gotta give them credit. They, they, they were okay. They, they had a parade on the business front of the stadium. They're terrible. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. These teams, like the Browns, and like if the Lions win a playoff game, they will throw a parade. It's been 30 years. Oh no! When did they? When's the last playoff win they had? That's a great question because they were zero and three with Stafford. They, I don't, they, they didn't win with Sanders. I don't think. I, when's the last? When's their last playoff win? So there's reason to be. There's reason uh, to believe. They haven't won the NFC North in thirty years. They, they won, won in 1991. 
Okay, so they did get a win with with Barry then. But look, if the Lions, like if you're the Lions, right, and now Rodgers is finally gone, and you have a winnable division, I'd be through the roof right now. So you, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, but they're just I mean, talking so they, much. They should be. Why not? Because you haven't done anything. But now they can. It's been so long. They're I, I built, guess, I they're guess, built look, look, to do so. I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm just saying it would have been beautiful if Lions, the Vikings, Bears and Bears fans could come together here. We we all have one common enemy. Like one real enemy. Because I don't care about the Lions. And the Bears, most of the time I don't care. They just piss me off when they, they have a 10-win you know, season every like 15 years. So the Bears and the Lions, it's fine. But Rodgers is gone. This is supposed to be like our moment where we're like, all right, you guys can suck for the next 20 years because you know, deserve it. Now you're all turning on each other like, oh, this is me. No, it's me. No, yeah, it's, it's me. exactly That's what's going on. And the Packers are going to sweep in. Matt LaFleur is sort oh, of stealthily God. coaching up Jordan Love. That, that can't happen. And the Packers are going to be a decent team. You know the this Packers? Is, this this is all a distraction. <laughs> the Packers are in division, dude. I'm t- I, I give up. They're if they win, win the division, they're going to. If they win the division, we're becoming a Titans <laughs> podcast. Yeah, we become a Titans <laughs> podcast if Green Bay. If Jordan Love throws for like forty five hundred yards and thirty five touchdowns this year, no, I'm just gonna, I'm just going to throw up my hands. And say, yeah, you win. You're we're a Titans play. podcast anyway. We're we a Titans podcast. We anyway. might be. All right, let's do a couple would you rather's and get out of here. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting tired. Zach, you. Mentioned this in the car ride home from our last speaking, podcast. Speaking of lions, speaking of speaking of lions, this is a good, great transition. Speaking of lions, yeah, that's that's why that's why we're so good. That's why, that's why the Titans respond to us. It's yeah, because of hopefully, things like that. Hopefully, right some there. more teams do. Hopefully, the lions respond. Yeah, to us hope, I, I would love to see the lions respond to this because I'm I'm reaching out an olive branch. I'll, I'll speak on behalf of the Minnesota Vikings right now and say like I would love to go after Green Bay together, but you know I'm, I don't see it happening. It's like Game of Thrones. It is. Sit on the throne next. It is. The throne opens, and next thing you know, everyone's going for it, and it could be a beautiful time. That's well, all. What I'm are saying. you gonna say? Like here, take it. No. Well, no. I'm fine <laughs> with. I'm fine with like some some competition. I, I, of course. I, I, I'm kidding. All right. I'm messing. As we said with the Lions. Yes. What is this? Would you rather, Zach? Ah, uh, this would you rather? Of course, we're talking about the Lions, but it is. Would you rather fight a lion-sized squirrel or twenty squirrel-sized lions? <laughs> All right, let's think about this. A lion-sized Easy. squirrel. I think I'd rather fight a lion-sized squirrel because I, I think twenty squirrel-sized lions, like they're still lions, like they're. But they'd be like a I think cat. it has to be no. the twenty. The twenty yeah, lions. Yeah, because the squirrel. Have you ever brought a cat? Like, just assume that a squirrel-sized lion is basically like an angry small cat. Like those things, they'll claw into you. They'll yeah, bite that's, into that's you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but can they? Like, kill what? You? What can a squirrel? do? They can cause you to start bleeding like hell. What's a squirrel gonna do? You just throw an acorn and distract it, jump on its back, good night. Just think about a lion sized squirrel. Like a lion is a big animal. Have you seen have you seen like a lion next to a person? You think a lion squirrel would kill you? If a if a squirrel comes at you, I mean they look I don't the know squirrel doesn't have killer instincts. Yeah, yeah but no, no. Lions have killer instincts. This is a fight. We're in the ring. And this You're is dressed like, up like an acorn. It wants to fucking like we're going smash you. A, a, oh, a squirrel, I have to I imagine the squirrel's know. teeth would be pretty big, too. Yeah, but 20... They got claws. claws. But that thing scratched. Like, if you take one of those claws to the throat, like, yeah, you're done. No, I'm taking the lion-sized squirrels. But 100%. 20 squirrel-sized lions... Just kick him. Start kicking. Like you're gonna get you're gonna get messed up a little bit. Twenty's a, a lot, and they're, they're, they're gonna be feisty as hell too. Yeah, you, I mean, you just gotta start, you just gotta start swinging, man. I I think if the squirrel attacks you, 
you're in some trouble. I just think I'd get killed by 20 squirrel-sized lions. I was thinking... I don't know if a big squirrel kills me. If you kick... You, you'll get one good kick. So maybe you take out five of them and one a good kick. You're not, I don't think five I don't think five of them. That's a fourth of them. You're, okay. not, you're not taking them out in one I, kick either. Squirrels are really small, though, guys. You have to remember, a squirrel is like... And if you're listening, you should go and watch us on YouTube and subscribe. A squirrel is like, what, that big? Like, this yeah. is this is, a, this is not a cat. Like, a cat is is big. A squirrel is tiny. You can punt a squirrel. Squirrels are not that tiny, but they're lions. Squirrels are not that tiny. No, but they're lions. They're lions in a squirrel body. Yeah, but like... No, no, no. What? Yeah, yeah. Even even if the squirrel wants to kill you, right? It doesn't know how to hunt. Lions know how to hunt in packs. A squirrel is smaller than this helmet right here. Yeah, much smaller. Of course. Yeah, so I'm saying like... I don't think a big squirrel would kill me. I think twenty. I think minutes. you have a much better chance of getting a claw to the neck or like a bite, and and you're in some trouble. If it pins you, like I think twenty mini lions, lions uh, would kill me. Dude, think about a big sized squirrel. I mean, those things almost have like like that. That's a that's a yeah, I mean, but dude, they're dude, they're dude, harmless no. though. Squirrels are harmless. Yeah, but All it's right. not so, harmless. All right, so let's let's vote here. Yeah, I am it's voting. Just big. It's I am voting. Yeah, but you're fighting the squirrel, Jack. So it's implied that it's going to be angry. I'm the twenty. No, it's not. You, you are the you are the, I'm the, the big squirrel. The big squirrel. Ziggy, you're also big, big squirrel. squirrel. Zach, you. What about you? Oh, I'm taking the lions. All right, so you, the fan, can be the deciding vote here. Yes, yeah, two on two. It's we two can put this two. poll out on Twitter. See what the fans. I think say. it's an easy. They can go vote. Where'd you hear that one? I don't know. Was that dude just came? Oh, you're on just brilliance. Yeah, my own brilliance. Right. What so about sitting there somewhere. thinking about the Detroit Lions <laughs> and this? These are the thoughts. What that about pop in the mind. one lion or two hundred squirrels? 200 squirrels. Now, nah, one lion. You're going to get yeah. tired before you can take out 200 squirrels. 200 is a lot. I, I mean, you're going to die, but... <laughs> you die either way. I, honestly, I, I I might just take the squirrels because I know I know a lion will kill me. Like, you're, you know your dad. Like, yeah. I don't beat a lion one-on-one. A squ- 200 squirrels, like, I probably die, but, like... Like, you never know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 200 squirrels... Squirrel are teeth are sharp enough to cut, to bite through, like, nuts. Uh, and, and so like, acorns. They can bite through an acorn. No oh, God! And now Ziggy's out here taking twenty on. I don't know, man. Like I just don't big think. Do, do, we have, do we have a weapon in this fight, or is it just bare no, hand? Oh, I, I I'm not fighting. Hand. I can't. I cannot bare hand. If it's bare hands, we're screwed either way. <laughs> yeah, we're done. I'm, I'm not bare handedly killing a lion. Two hundred is too much, too. Maybe like a hundred squirrels. Would be better. Yeah, yeah. That, that, but, God, that would be. A, I mean, I even think a hundred squirrel, squirrels. The squirrel death is probably worse. I mean, that's you're just getting odd. Oh God! All right, Ziggy, you had one more. Would you rather? And then we'll get out of here. What was what was yours? Good. So would you rather uh, have your hands replaced by muffins? So you got two muffins for hands and they grow back and they can be whatever flavor you want, but they are just muffins or your concept of muffin and baby merge and you cannot tell muffins and babies apart. It's like when you perceive an object, it's disjunctive. <laughs> it's like either a baby or a muffin and you just can't tell. People will say a word and you know it means either baby or muffin, but you don't know which. So like there's a muffin lying in the street. It could just be, it could just be a baby. You see, you see something and you're like, I know for a fact. In the same way, you like know there's a helmet in front of you. You know there's either it's either a it's either a baby or a muffin. It's one of the two. I mean, and I, when someone like eats something, you see them eating it, and you know it's either a baby or a muffin. But it's some weird disjunctive perception. I, mean, I think this is easy for me. I can't have muffins for hands, so I'm gonna go with the. Yeah, I, I I'm need, gonna go with not being able to tell the difference between muffin and baby. I need my hands as well. Yeah. I, I will roll the dice and just hope 
I mean, obviously this will impact fatherhood in many ways. <laughs> so I guess I'm just out of my kid's life for the first like three years Dude, or whatever it takes. Like four, like yeah. So so I guess uh, I mean he won't remember anyway. Yeah, so right, right. He'll be he'll be like, Dad, where where were you in this picture? I'll be like, Son, I thought <laughs> you might be a muffin. So <laughs> I was eating you. So yeah, my I had to pull me away. Well, the question is, how fast do my hands grow back? Could I end world uh, hunger? I so here's the thing, they grow back in the same way your body parts grow back. So like you're not they grow back very quickly, right? We can speed like it up as much as you want, something? but you don't you don't you don't gain energy. So like let's say they get replaced every few hours. Oh. Now like you need your hands. Because otherwise, you know, they'll crumble. Boy, are you are either of you seriously considering the muffins as hands? I might end I could you know, end hunger. It's easier than it's ever. Can. I think I could. Well, you can at least transfer calories from yourself to other people. So what are you doing? You're like plopping, you're, you're basically plopping off your, your muffin hand and then growing it back in like an hour. Yeah. So you're just a muffin. I, you might be, I mean, that's, I don't know if that can produce enough to cure world hunger. It'd make <laughs> fact, a difference. I would say it, for, it almost certainly can't cure world hunger. I probably could cure world hunger. If it's me and Ziggy. Oh, you, what, your hands. 24 muffins a day, I don't think cures for yeah, all hunger. I, mean, I think, I, I, mean, think look, bake, I can bake 24 it, muffins it was, a day. It take a long, long, long time. <laughs> I can, I can bake like 100 muffins in a day. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody yeah. gets a bite. Okay, so you have, 48, no, no, you have 48 muffins. Not everybody gets a... Imagine how traumatic it would be every time you go to a bakery. You see people eating things and you think they might be eating babies. Wow, and I perceptually, it looks like people might be eating babies I everywhere you go. I think about that. Now, now when like, think of how hands, horrifying that would be. I need my hands. I, yeah, I would, need, I would need my hands as well. So, all right, hands. so me and you are hands, Jack. Yeah. Zach, you it's, are... I'm going to end world hunger. You're, gonna, you're, you're going to hunger. attempt to end world hunger. I mean, it's not easy, but I, it's I, easier than it's ever been to live without hands. What do you mean it's easier than it's ever been to live without hands? It's <laughs> just true. It's, it's easier than it's ever been. All right, so you guys are not... That's an absurd answer. What, to end All world right. hunger? Wow, you terrible person. I can bake more muffins with my hands than you can plopping <laughs> yeah. them off. Imagine no hands. Yeah, but maybe you're baking babies. You can't. <laughs> yeah, it'd be pretty tough. That to would start be that. I would need to. Have you like someone. you like turn the heat up and you hear some screaming. Oh, no, or you can call from the like, hey, like these are muffins, right? Yeah, yeah, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, but it's it's a perception thing. Oh god, that wouldn't make it less traumatic. Right. It, it, like it imagine you hallucinate like someone bleeding out in front of you, you shut your all head. the time. It has, it has you to burn be. the muffins. It, you have to take your hands. <laughs> yeah, all right, so I, so there we go. We're two, we're two on two again. So you, the listener, can. I mean, a hundred percent. They're taking hands. Yeah. Like, 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 100%. All right. So there you go. Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, Matt Ryan, muffins in the lines. Lions and muffins. Lions and That's muffins and bears. Oh, my. Yeah, there's, there's your show. We covered all of it. Yeah. We'll be back on Thursday again, talking about some teams that could be in the running for Caleb Williams. He'll stink, though. We'll see if Andrew's here. Andrew loves Caleb Williams. We'll try and lure him out of his cave. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see you next week, or I guess in a couple days on the Paul Farrington Show. Remember, please like, comment, subscribe. As we say, it goes a long way. See you next time.